0: Microphone check one two what is this? It's the five foot seven assassin in the podcast business. I am your host, Rohan Patra, the Rap Music Plug at your service. The Rap Music Plug Podcast presented by QLC TV is the remedy to the I don't have anything good to listen to problem. Through in depth album and song reviews, as well as artist interviews and general rap commentary sprinkled in between on all of what the mainstream and underground rap scenes have to offer, this is your one stop shop to knowing what to add to your queue, play next, or pop into your record player. Welcome to the show. what is up family today i'm talking about psychological cheat sheet 2 the sequel to psychological cheat sheet 1 by vic spencer and august fadon vic is a chicago MC who is a veteran at this point but is an artist who i have known for a while but only recently dove into in any significant manner in 2021 i was really late to the game here because vic is someone who has played a pivotal role in putting artists on and cultivating the hip-hop scene in his hometown of Chicago. He really is a singular voice in hip-hop who features a unique blend of wit, comedy, and striking introspection that we will certainly explore in this review as Psychological Chi Chi 2 certainly has a lot of it. August Fanon, the producer for this album, has a body of work that simply speaks for itself. At this point, the book is closed. August Fanon is a legend, and we really gotta give Fanon his flowers. He is one of the best producers of all time. If you follow me on Twitter, you probably have noticed that I always seem to be praising something that he made, because I feel like I've had at least one Fanon-produced project in my rotation at all times this past year. Whether it be his prolific run with Iceberg Theory, the predecessor of this very album, or his collabs with Kinsey, Babyface Perlis a guy I only recently got into but was so incredibly impressed with his talent and the work he's put out that he will be an interview guest in May, so stay tuned for that So, starting with the production side of things with this album Psychological Cheat Sheet 2 feels like controlled chaos Fanon created a soundscape that was maybe less diverse in terms of the variety of sounds in comparison to the predecessor Psychological Cheat Sheet 1, but I think that's for the best because the sound here is incredibly focused and consistent, yet still so remarkably textured and engaging the whole time. August honed in on that hazy, dusty jazz sound that was certainly present on Cheat Sheet 1, and created a series of great beats in this vein on Cheat Sheet 2. There are less detours away from this dusty jazz sound unlike the first album, which had some more detours that sort of lost me at times or were a bit too stark in contrast with the rest of the album. On Cheat Sheet 2, Fanon pushed all of the right buttons. There is just so much to like with the production here on this album. One thing that this LP made abundantly clear is that no one does Dusty Drum Breaks quite as good as August Fanon Those trademark Dusty Drum Breaks that Fanon has mastered are all over this album and I absolutely love it But in general, the percussion as a whole is always a home run Reciprocate the Love is amazing in how August incorporates the consistent drum rolls and the cymbal crashes that are so well placed in the mix Another shining element on this album is the way August used vocal samples. The slightly screwed vocal sample on Norbit's Revenge hit the perfect note. Bipolarism sounds like if you hold a note and hit your mouth constantly like this. Like come on, tell me that wasn't spot on. But either way, it just sounds phenomenal. And finally, something August has certainly included in his production significantly in the past But what I think he really leaned into, even more than normal, is the brass and the woodwinds With the woodwinds, saxophone plays a huge role on this album musically No better example of this than the solemn saxophone-laced Rehab Resort Part 2 The horns in the cornfields initial beat that featured a mournful saxophone line And sneaker bandit's smooth sax groove Trumpets are also a consistent element to these instrumentals, with the wild, brass-heavy, drunk at 2.43pm, and the closing track that spotlights the brass elements beautifully. Overall, Fanon shined throughout this album with an incredibly layered and focused sound that never ceased to impress me. This added focus in the production was similarly found in the lyricism. Surely Vic Spencer's colorful, multifaceted personality is still on full display here, but I think especially in comparison with the first album in this series, Vic's performance strikes a more consistent tone on this latest album. The tone he strikes here is dark but dry in its humor that makes this album a bit hard to grasp, honestly. You don't necessarily realize at first the real deep honesty he's giving you on each and every track. The clever wordplay and punchlines, and even his voice to an extent, add to this idea that this music is just light and fun. He gives me an almost class clown feeling vibe, where I expect him to just kick dope rhymes and make me laugh. But past the humorous veneer, Vic is very open about the demons he has faced head on throughout his life, related to drug abuse, facing mental health challenges. For me personally, I think one of the main reasons why it took me longer to get fully connected with an artist like Vic Spencer is for the simple fact that I'm 26. And although I am firmly in an adult position at this point in my life, there is still a generational gap between us mid-20s folks and 40 plus year olds like Vic. I say this because I think Vic represents an older generation of guys that are introspective, Yes but in a much less sappy or self-loathing kind of way. It's a much more subtle form of emotional exploration that is less obvious than a content from a Drake, for example. You would never see Vic caught dead making a fucking Marvin's Room or something like that. Add on to the fact that Vic's hilarious and consistently bringing that humor into his music, and you get an artist that will say something strikingly sobering. Amidst a wild verse filled with hilarious punchlines surrounding it So moral of the story don't let the personality and confidence fool you. There are many moments of deep emotional exploration taking place on this album All this being said Vic is a skilled enough lyricist to allow for his thoughtful Contemplative lyrical nuggets to come through if you're willing to sit with his music for some time On top of that, Vic shows a remarkable level of awareness. Self-awareness in terms of how his own tendencies and biases operate that make his reflections genuine and level-headed. But also awareness of his surroundings and of society in general. On this LP, there are quite a few times where Vic sheds light into the differences between the younger and older generations, as well as the weakness of guys in the rap game currently. On that note of being critical of the rap game, it brings me to one of the main drawbacks for me with the lyrical content on this album. While Vic certainly is making a lot of real, spot-on points about some of the nonsense that goes on, both from the listener perspective and the rapper's perspective, as someone who isn't directly in the game myself, it doesn't always resonate with me as much, as his lyrics and disdain is often directed at other rappers not respecting him or moving funny. To add on to that, since the lyricism is more focused on this album, a negative side effect of that is that we get less of the deeply solemn and sober moments that we got on Psychological Cheat Sheet 1, like in Estrogen Juice, that had a lot of crushing and really emotionally provocative thoughts on relationships. Like I said, he gives us these moments in bits and pieces, but not for large stretches at a time. Exceptions where he does zero in on a track where he gets really introspective is on tracks like VisionWare, where he depicted a lot of difficult situations he navigated throughout his life, how the group home he attended really helped him get back on his feet, and how he maintained a self-belief and vision that kept him moving forward to the position he is now in today. Rehab Resort Part 2 is another shining moment in this sense where he does a great job of illustrating the complexity in his psyche and how his drug addiction and mental health issues have made his life very challenging of course ending with him hinting that suicide could be the logical conclusion of this behavior if left unchecked the other side of the coin though when it comes to how Vic sort of intersperses introspection amidst a field of comedy and just wild stories and narratives is that that balance is what makes this album very appealing too because it is quite unique to see someone go from one thought to the other one emotion to another within the blink of an eye yet it all comes off so focused it comes off so coherent and well put together so although I would have liked him to zero in on this more often, the way he took this also had some benefits as well. Victor Winslow, on the other hand, was another one of my favorite tracks, but for a different reason. The main reason for this is that it just brilliantly illustrated a wild narrative of what feels like a very real day in Vic's life, filled with a crazy series of events that is super engaging from start to finish due to how descriptive and strong Vic is is as a storyteller. The only other significant flaw of note on this project in my opinion was Psychotic Panhandlers, which, although had some good verses, was surrounded by a pretty damn unappealing sung refrain by Vic that just did not work at all. This album isn't necessarily incredibly dense or complex I'd say, but what I will say is that it requires you to pay full attention to get the most out of it. Because as I already described at length here, Psychological Cheat Sheet 2 is not what it seems like on first listen. You have to make sure to not just get enamored with the hilarity and entertainment factor of it all, and try to pay closer attention to what he's saying. Because I was very impressed on my first couple listens, but then after that, I found I got into a really busy spell with work, the podcast, personal life, and I kept listening to this while multitasking and it just didn't really grow on me any further. I didn't feel like I was progressing in my understanding of the album like I normally would. It was only on my 10th plus listen when it went from really good to great. And I'm glad I gave this more time and more undivided attention and pushed back the review of this by a week because now I can confidently say that I love this album. And I give Vic Spencer and August Fanon a low 8 on 10 for Psychological Cheat Sheet 2. This is an album that is really entertaining and will also make you think and feel. And that is a great accomplishment. So this concludes today's episode of the Rap Music Plug podcast presented by QLC TV. I hope this episode gave you some fresh new perspectives on the latest rap releases, as well as a recommendation for the next great rap record to add to your collection. If you're an artist looking to level up your career, getting more gigs, album sales, merch sales, whatever it may be, I would love to help you with that by providing you artist development and writing services. So if you're interested, contact me via email at qlctv.podcast at gmail.com or hit me up via Twitter or Instagram at rohview, R-O-H-V-I-E-W. I would be honored to lend my expertise and help you grow your career as an artist. And also for regular rap fans that just want to hear more quality commentary on the genre, follow me on Twitter and Instagram as well. For exclusive content and updates related to the show, Follow the Rap Music Plug podcast on Facebook to help the show grow and ensure that everyone's listening to the best rap music at all times. Follow the show on the podcast platform of your choice. Make sure you leave a review and rating on Apple Podcasts so that the show can be spotlighted by that wonderful algorithm and be exposed to more people. You can find all of this information along with exclusive playlists created by myself by clicking the link that's in the episode's notes. So that's all for today. Talk to you soon. Peace.